Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance. Hello, everybody. Today, I want to talk about my desire to get a little something, something, but ended up getting nothing, nothing. Well, not that I didn't try. Four day weekend comes up. This particular one is for New Year's, so it's going to be the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, New Year's four day weekend. Boy, was I anticipating it. Very busy schedules, hard to get together with the girlfriend, but now it is on. One of the plans is for New Year's Eve to go to the best restaurant in town, which you have to get tickets for like a year in advance. Otherwise, you're not getting into this place. I buy the tickets in advance. The tickets are something like $150 a piece. That's 300 bones right there. On top of that, you got her bar bill. I don't drink myself, but you know, it's New Year's and she's not shy of the adult beverage. But then there's all the, I have to be seen and I have to see and what am I going to wear and what kind of shoes and my hair has to be done and I have to accessorize, accessorize. Before you know it, I bought her Louboutins, $1,400, a Chanel or chiffon, no, yeah, Chanel. Chiffon's a type of material, right? Chanel dress, that's like $1,000. Yeah, I had money then. Okay, all right, so whatever. But I was going to get something. In fact, I was going to get a whole lot of something, something. Okay, this was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I was looking forward to this for a long time. Well, we each have very busy schedules, so... She shows up rather late on Thursday night to my place, and she's already tired from the week, but she said repeatedly all day long, as soon as I get there, it's on. I am jumping your bones, and we're not going to stop till the morning. Well, first, she has to, like, take a shower because she has to wash off the day. All right, I get that. And she takes a shower, and that takes quite a while. And then it's, well, she puts on a comfy robe, sits on the couch, Time for a glass of wine, yeah, wind down again, relax, sure, then another glass of wine, then another glass of wine. Before you know it, she's yawning, and within about a half hour after all the wine and the yawning and the shower, she's dead asleep on the couch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, it's getting late. Uh, you know what, I'll just turn out the lights and... Um, they were dim anyway, but I'll turn them out completely. I'll, I'll go to bed and maybe she'll wake up in a few minutes. She did not wake up in a few minutes. The next morning, I get up at my usual time, 5.36 a.m. She's still on the couch. I put a blanket over her. She kind of rolls to the side, but still sound asleep. And she continues to sleep and sleep and sleep until it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Now... You got to approach her carefully because she was very temperamental if you tried to wake. She was a bad waker-upper. <laughs> that sounds like a Seinfeld thing, doesn't it? She's a bad waker-upper. Wow. But I know she needs her coffee, okay? I, I got that done. So I go and make the coffee. And it has to be done a certain way. It's the French press and this additive and that and the little, little sprinkles and stuff on that. You know, makes it like a carnival. It's fun. So she's still asleep, and I kind of set the coffee down carefully on the coffee table next to the couch. And I say, uh, morning, morning, no response. So then I kind of lightly tap her, good morning, and you get this, wah, 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 ah, 
what? And it's like, ah, and she's you know, waving her hand at me, like, go away. And I'm like, I have your coffee here on the coffee. Do- ah! She rolls on her side. Well, okay. About 20, 30 minutes later, she finally starts to wake up. She says the first loving words of the day. My coffee's cold. Oh, is it? Okay, I'll microwave it. She goes, when did you make it? Uh, you know, half an hour ago. No, no, no. After 20 minutes, coffee's no good. <laughs> it's like, you don't like the coffee? Go make it yourself. But no, I go back in because I'm going to get something, something out of this. And I uh, clean everything. I remake the coffee. And now the process of her sort of waking up and don't talk to her. Now uh, she goes and heads off to the kitchen where I had a nice little booth. and You could look outside. And she wanted her antique paper, which I used to buy for, one from the 19th century. Pretty cool, I got to say. And she sat there and sipped the coffee and on and on. Before you're done with this process, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And then she says, what do you want to do today? And it's like, well, you know, it is the winter, and basically the sun's already starting to set. So... Um, you know, uh, and she's like, well, did you want to go anywhere? And I'm like, well, where I wanted to go was not going to work out. Maybe we could go for a little stroll. No, it's too cold. Well, then she says, could we go to certain stores that she liked to shop at? And I go, well, we could, except those particular boutique type stores are going to be closing. So by the time we get there, so she's like, oh, good. Then we're staying in. And I'm like, yes. So now the stay in and we talk and uh, I put on the tube and she is knitting expert knitter, expert fiber artist, by the way, expert. She's also a fabulous cook, this one. So we put on the old radio and, uh, I have a bunch of old time radio shows that I can play through a really cool AM transmitter that goes through the old Zenith radio and, and lit a fire and it was wonderful. All right, blah, blah, blah. Move the story forward already. I'm getting bored. Well, now it's way into the evening, and I start to watch a Hallmark film. And she's like, Hallmark? Blech! And I go, well, don't watch it. Well, I'm not watching anyway. I'm, you know, doing her project. And so I'm like, well, fine. So she's drinking more wine. And uh, then she starts commenting, well, why, why do you think those two have any chemistry anyway? Uh, they don't. She's not going to end up with them. I thought you weren't watching this. And it goes back and forth for a while. For those of you who have not seen a Hallmark film, congratulations. Uh, me, I've seen a lot of them. And let me just tell you what they're all like, pretty much, or what they all used to be like back then. You have this blonde chick who lives in some city like New York, Chicago, or Seattle. Uh, and she's a corporate climber, and she's all about uh, how much she hates all holidays. So she hates... Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and Valentine's Day and Easter. She hates them all. So she doesn't mind working, 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 working to move her way up the ladder. Now, for some reason, she has a dickhead boyfriend. I don't know why, what attracted them, but this is always the way it was. And also this chick is someone who was maybe in a TV show 20 years ago or 10 years ago. She's sort of a DC level celebrity. This chick is going to get sent on her corporate business to Christmas Town, Thanksgiving Town, New Year's Town, Easter Town, whatever it is. It's a town, and the whole town seems to be dedicated to it and family values. 
and, uh, you know, rediscovering what's real and it's not corporations, even though Hallmark is a gigantic, successful corporation. So she's going to go there and immediately butt heads with some guy, and it usually is the guy that's going to be involved with whatever she's there to close down or shut down or get rid of or buy, and they're going to hate, 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 hate on each other until they start to realize, oh no, our hate has turned into lust. <laughs> and now uh, they're going to go for the kiss, but it's going to get interrupted. A car backfires, an icicle falls, a child goes, ah, excuse me, we don't have time, whatever it is, you're going to get the interrupted kiss. Eventually, there's going to be a festival, because all these things had the whatever festival, right? And this festival is something that they're, she's going to stay for now, because she's starting to discover her real self again, not in corporate America. And then, about 90 minutes in, this is how they write these, I time this, uh, into this 118-minute uh, story, there's going to be the misinterpretation. So the dickhead boyfriend's going to show up out of the blue, and she's going to break up with him, but our hero, who she's going to end up with at the festival, uh, not giving anything away, is going to misinterpret this into thinking that she's marrying him or getting engaged or some BS. But eventually, at the festival, they realize it was all a mistake, their true love. She's going to stay there in Little Christmas Town, New Year's Town, Thanksgiving Town, whatever the damn town is, and it's going to be true love forever. The camera circles around, the credits roll up and out, next film. I explain all this to the dear one on the couch. She's now even more interested in watching them. <laughs> <laughs> to see if it's true, and it turns out it is true. But she can't get enough. I know it's like a potato chip if you like them, which I do. Anyway, she ends up watching it and drinking more wine. Then we watch another and another, and now it's midnight, and she's like, I think sure. A shower? You're perfectly clean for we didn't go anywhere. Well, I, I can't get into bed without, you know, and I'm like, are we you know, is there going to be a little, uh, you know, uh, a romantic evening here? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you guys are smart. You know where this is going. By the time she gets out of the shower, and she's done nothing all day except sleep until, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, she's wiped out again, and the wine, and she's like, I'm just trying to catch up on sleep. I had such you know, so, such a busy week, and the week before that, it's one more night, one more night. I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise. Yeah, and I go, okay, well, it's New Year's Eve tomorrow, so yeah. New Year's Eve. You know, same process in the morning. I'll skip that. You already heard it. And now we're going to go out to this dinner, and the hair, the makeup, the accessories, the dress, the shoes, the this, the, the scene, the be seen, it's all done. I drive by Valet Park, and now she's going to have one of the selections, because you have to pre-select it as part of the ticket process. And she starts a drinking. This is not why, no. Now she's on to some kind of hard liquor drink. I think at the time it was a Moscow Mule or whatever was popular then in those copper cups. The dinner goes on and on. Fine with me. Wonderful place. Beautiful place. She's checking out people. She's saying snarky stuff. They're probably saying snarky stuff about her. You know how it is. They, uh, women look at other women and go, oh, she's such a bitch. Or like, what does she see in that guy? Right? I was like, I don't care. But, you know, meanwhile, I'm going, uh, I hope she doesn't overeat and overdrink because the something, something, it is New Year's Eve. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> By the time we get home, she's got to take another shower. Okay, shower, 
another glass of wine. Could you make a fire? Certainly. Um, you know, are we going to watch the ball drop this and that? Sure, if you want. Blah, 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 blah. Now we're done with that, and I'm ready to go. And she's just, just let me digest a little longer. I'm feeling a little bloated and gassy. And so I just, I just need to digest a little bit more. I just, just for a little while. I should be okay. You know, it's like my Aunt Phyllis. I'm feeling a little gassy and bloaty here. I can't perform under those conditions. Just give me a minute already. Just let me close my eyes for a few minutes. <laughs> she falls asleep on the couch again. Okay? Now... It's like, hey, hey, New Year's Eve, uh, you know, you, you, ah, ah, what, when am I going to? And then the next morning, same process, and she says, tonight is the night. This is going to be it, right? Because, I mean, you know, I've been waiting. I've been good. I haven't been insisting. I haven't been pushy. I've been a perfect gentleman. And this is part of the celebratory four-day weekend for me. And she's like, oh, yes, yes, I'm really sorry. I'm really, I just didn't realize how tired I was and how much time I needed to recharge. Da, 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 da. Well, guess what? Does it happen that night? Um, It starts sort of like we're going there. And then it starts to peter out. And then I'm like, how about coffee? How about, no, I can't drink coffee. It keeps me awake. And I go, that's the point. Drink some freaking coffee. Let's get some caffeine in there to kind of knock out the effects of the wine and, and all that. Well, yeah, she goes, well, okay. Why don't you give me a massage to get me in the mood? Now, I got to give her a massage. Fine. I start giving the massage. Of course, we know massages, if you're good at them, which I'm pretty damn good, at least so the feedback says, now that's relaxing. That's the wrong move. The wrong move. I'm thinking more like, we need some methamphetamine here, stat. But I kind of do it for a while, and I'm like, okay, how about my turn? And she's like, oh, my hands are tired. <laughs> I'll catch you next time. And then before you know it, uh, she says, is there a Hallmark movie on? Maybe we could watch that while I, you know, uh, you know, I just, I wake up a little. A Hallmark after me? fine. You put on a Hallmark movie, she's asleep on the couch. You're going to start to think, but we're talking about somebody who's like 90 years old, right? That can't keep their eyes open. But the fact is, she's not young, healthy, vibrant, and it wasn't going to happen. The four days are over and she's got to go back to work and, and get going again. I got nothing, nothing when all of the money and all the king's horses and all the king's men were designed to get something, something. It's a four-day weekend. You planned it with her. She's your girlfriend. Do you be like, okay, I'm going to be the understanding Alan Alda character later on in MASH? Because early in the MASH episodes, he was a lady chaser. That's back when MASH was a lot funnier. And they had Colonel Blake and the uh, Klinger was still wearing dresses. And when they had, uh, you know what, never mind, you probably never watch MASH. Well, maybe all this has happened to you, or maybe you're smarter than me, probably are. And don't let this thing happen. It will never happen again. I mean, this was years ago, okay? Uh, I have learned that if somebody's really interested in you, you don't need to spend <laughs> thousands of dollars and a whole thing and a plan and an effort and more effort and more effort to get a little something, something. At least I learned something from all of that, and I've moved on. So here's wishing each and every one of you a Hallmark ending. <laughs>